Hello everyone. Welcome to an edition of Decoupled with Cheryl. This is a podcast where we talk about all things single parenting. And when I mean all things, I mean things that make you win absolutely at being a single parent. Um, I'd like to say a very, very big welcome to our listeners if you're joining in for the first time and to my loyal listeners who have been with me from the first episode. I absolutely love you guys. Welcome back to this week's episode. Now, as I like to say, just at the very start, um, Decoupled with Cheryl is a podcast that is about growth and learning and just, you know, being in the right place to raise your child the best way that you can. It's about being better. It's not about being bitter. And with that said, I would like to uh, bring on the topic for today. Yes, we're going to be looking at getting back out there. And when a lot of people hear this, I know some of them are thinking, oh, it's about you know, relationships and you know getting back to being with somebody. But it's so much more than that. And that's why getting back out there is a series. And today's the first part of that series. I'm so excited because for the first time in the podcast, I have a guest with me. He is a, he's such a, a great friend and it's such a delight to know Patrick Duba, welcome to the podcast. Uh, just a brief intro about Patrick. I've known him since we were in the university. Um, he's, he's such an amazing person. But beyond that, he is a life coach and a business mogul, as I'd like to call him, as well as a media consultant. We both had our, our time in broadcasting. So, yes, uh, that part of him, too, that just makes us like stick together and all that. But, yes, I, I bring him on as a life coach because... Um, this podcast, as much as it's, it's about creating that community for single parents, we also like to bring in other people, brilliant minds, who have tips and tricks for us about everything that has to do with getting ourselves right and getting our minds right as far as single parenting is concerned. And so with that, I'd like to say welcome once again to the show, Patrick. It's so good to have you here. It's my pleasure to be here, Doug. All right, Patrick. All right, Patrick, we're going to get straight into it. Um, of course, in your various fields, uh, whether as a broadcaster or as a life coach or just as a human being generally, I'm sure you had cause to experience um, single parents at some point or the other. I would just like to know what generally has your experience been like? How do you view single parents coming through their process and just trying to be um, better people and all of that? What would you say the steps are for them, the right steps are? For them to get back out there, you know, and just be people that they're supposed to be for their children. Tell us a little bit about that from your own personal experience. Okay, thank you so much, Cheryl. Um, let me say good morning from Dallas, Texas, and good afternoon, Nigeria, and wherever you're listening to this uh, podcast from. Um, first of all, Cheryl, I know that you had established exactly what a single parent is but it might be necessary for us to take a second look at that just, just for the purpose of those who might be um, joining or listening to this for the very first time. And then I'll also like to tell you that one of the advantages of being a broadcaster is you have to know a little bit about everything, even if you don't have practical experience. Okay, one, of our, one of our jobs, so to speak, is to, to make everything our business. Now, first of all, let's look at what being a single parent is. Being a single parent is, or a single parent is someone who lives with a child or children who does not have a spouse or a living partner or a live-in partner, so to speak. And of course, we also have to take cognizance of the fact that there are various reasons for which someone 
can be a single parent. Sometimes yeah. it might be as a result of divorce. Sometimes it might be as a result of abandonment. Sometimes it might, it might be by choice. And then unfortunately, sometimes it could also be as a result of the death of a spouse or a partner. Now, getting back out there is highly dependent upon a certain number of variables. First of all, how, how did you come to be a single parent? Because, for instance, if someone decided to be a single parent because that's what they want to be, then getting back out there might not be an issue. They might actually be in a relationship, but they choose to have a child by themselves and want to raise that child by themselves. Another factor also, especially with regard to someone who might have lost a partner, is at what age did this happen? I'm going to give you a very practical, close-to-home example. Um, I happen to have a sister who is currently in her early 50s, and she's a single parent, not by choice, but because she lost her husband. Now, my sister, being the kind of person that she is, has no intention whatsoever of getting back out there either by way of dating or by way of getting married. Now, that is just because of her personality. She was so attached and so into her husband that the very thought of, you know, getting married to somebody else, I'm sure, has probably never crossed her mind. So, now, let's look at those who perhaps got pregnant in a relationship and for some reason either the, the person involved does not want to take responsibility or just chooses to be absent. Now, in this regard, getting back out there is very important, especially for your mental well-being as a, as a, as a young woman. And, of course, looking at it from the African setting, we have to understand that there is a lot of stigma attached to being a single parent, regardless of how it happened. Yes, indeed. Coming from our perspective, you know, as, as Africans and as, as Nigerians, there is a lot of stigma attached to that. So the person involved might be suffering from, you know, depression or might be feeling some kind of way in terms of how, how am I going to be viewed? So I think it's very important for somebody in this kind of um, situation to leverage on same-sex um, friendships, to be able to build your self-esteem, to be, to be able to get your mind back in the game, so to speak, before you attempt to begin to start dating or getting involved in a relationship. I think female, let, let's put it that we're talking about a female. Female-to-female female friendships are very important. If you're a single father, male-to-male -male friendships are very important because before you can actually get back out there in terms of the dating scene, you've got to be able to rebuild your self-esteem. You've got to have healthy friendships that are around you, that can encourage you, and you know, put you in the right frame of mind to begin to start dating again. Of course, the stigma is more on women than on men. That's why I tended to focus more on um, the single parent who is the lady. But I think um, getting back out there is, is, is a step-by-step -step process. It shouldn't be hurried. It shouldn't be rushed. You should make sure you're in the right frame of mind before you, know, you get into dating again or getting back into the dating game. All right. Okay, Patrick, let's backtrack a bit. So if I'm hearing you correctly, you started out by establishing that there's a distinction, there's a category of people who, having had so many years raising their kids, will not be disposed to, if at all, um, getting back out there again. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, 
not in a hurry, and some might not even be disposed to the idea at all. Because there's always the possibility of um, you already having kids that are grown to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Um, looking at my sister's peculiar situation, she already has five kids that are already grown. Yeah. So putting them, you know, when, when you get involved in a relationship, of course, that maybe you're hoping will lead to marriage, your, your children have to be a part of whatever relationship you're getting into because you're not going to throw your children away just because, you know, you want to get into the dating game. So for a lot of people who have kids, I think they are less disposed to want to get back into dating or remarry. Of course, in this generation as well, the, the percentage of people who remarry in this our present dispensation is much, much lower than what it used to be back in those days. I have my hand up right there. <laughs> I know. This Hello. Over here. I'm here. <laughs> I have a child. But right. I'm, I'm still young. Exactly. I'm still young. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so let's talk about let's talk about people like me. And I stand to be corrected if I'm wrong, but it's way easier for guys. Absolutely. But for us females, it's not because we don't want to. I can say it's not for lack of trying. But there are certain things that, for some reason, um, sort of, one, work against you, and two, make you put up these walls, whether knowingly or unknowingly, and then they're just sort of in place. And it makes things um, a little more difficult for people like us to get back out there. So talk to us types of people. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I would let let me say this, Sarah. You are absolutely right. You are beautiful. I see no reason why um, it would be difficult for you to get back into the game. But it begins with, you know, our mindset. Just like you rightly said, naturally, there's this feeling of, because I have a child, is, is the guy going to look at me the same way? Is he going to view me as, you know, let me, let me, use, the, let me use the term loosely, will he view me as, you know, not chaste, so to speak, or something of that nature? Just because you have a child, because we're we're kind of predisposed to judge people, not even knowing the circumstances. You understand? That's the way, more or less, we yeah. are because that's the way we think. So the moment you come across a young lady who has a child, you begin to say, "Oh, maybe she was wild and stuff like that." But there are so many different circumstances that can lead to a lady finding herself in that position. So that's for the guy side. But for the ladies, I think. Um, Women should begin to see themselves as beautiful, as desirable, regardless of the fact that you have a child. Don't let that count against you in your in your mind. Don't let that mentally put you in a space where you feel like you don't deserve. You are absolutely deserving. The fact that you have a child does not write you off or count you out. So I think the way we approach you know the process ourselves, as people who find ourselves in that situation, goes a long way. Don't give up on yourself, you know, work out, make up, up, look good. Definitely the right thinking guy will appreciate you for who you are, regardless of your circumstances. I I believe that there's a lot of, there's a lot of possibility. It just has to begin with the individual to say, because some women, they let themselves go. They don't bother. They be like, oh, I have a child now. So who am I looking for? Who am I trying to attract? You know, I mean, kudos to you, Cheryl. 
Why, thank you so much, Patrick. I really appreciate that. You have no idea. But when you say some women, I really would like for you to elaborate. So can you tell me from your personal experience, if you were to rate it on a scale of 1 to 100, what would that be? Um, to some extent, it's sort of like it's sort of like 50 Okay, great. And, and I'm going to start from there. Because in my experience, from what I've seen largely, I can say that a lot of these single mothers, when they've gone through their process and they're pretty much, you know, at the end and just at the cusp and they're about to just break out and just, you know, start doing big things, they value themselves so highly. And yes, it might vary, but then I can say with some certainty that they value themselves so highly that what you are saying about them letting themselves grow, it, it doesn't apply. I mean, if you probably saw it, you would see the people who are like much older and have been at it for so long and, you know, they, they just don't care anymore. But I promise you that they value themselves so highly that guys who are into them or sort of like are interested will have to work twice as hard to get through to them. And it's not because they're trying to be... Beyond their reach, so yes. to speak. Yes. Because, see, guys... As much as they might like single mothers, seem very, very, very reluctant to commit. And you know, we're going to flip it and come to how it is with single fathers as, as well. Seeing as the podcast looks at single parenting, irrespective of gender, whether you're male or female, or single mom or single dad. But I'm, I'm, I'm throwing this at you as a Nigerian African guy. <laughs> and um, when you meet a single mom who's going through her process, irrespective of what level that process is, you know, for herself and for her kids and her children, what is your disposition to her? Like you see her, she's all fine and fly and all. Do you see yourself long term with the single mother? And I'm asking not just for you, but I mean, you're a guy's guy. So I'm asking also for guys in your circle. You know, guys who are like you, where do you see yourself long term in a relationship with a single parent or a single mom? Okay, I, I don't believe that there are many people like me. <laughs> I hope that doesn't sound funny, but um, I, <laughs> I I pride myself in believing that um, I'm a very open-minded person. And for me, the thought that somebody is a single mother to me is not it's not um, doesn't put me off in any way. And I'll tell you why. It takes a lot for a, a woman to, um, first of all, if she has been abandoned by her partner or her spouse, or the spouse has died, you know, or she was just probably, the, the, whoever is responsible for the pregnancy did not take responsibility and she made the conscious decision to go ahead and keep a child. Or along the line, she was in a marriage and the marriage did not work out and she got a divorce and she she probably chose to have her child or to keep her child. I have a lot of respect for such a woman because it takes a lot to be a woman with everything that comes with being a woman and then to go ahead to take on the responsibility of raising a child. I have a lot of respect for such a woman and I I would even be more disposed to dating a single mother <laughs> than somebody who 
has not gone through the gamut of all, all, all of such experiences. I want to hear more juicy deeds about you and your personal experiences. You can't tell me you haven't come across some of them. Oh, I've come across a whole lot of them. Okay. I've come across a number of them. I'm friends with a, a, a large number of them. That, that's why earlier on when we were speaking, I said I think it's a 50-50 thing because it's, it's all about demographics. It's all about the age you are and not just the age, but the way you think as a person. Because the older you are, when you find yourself in such a situation, I think it's harder to want to go back or get back into the dating game. Now, the younger you are, leaves you with the very, you know, near possibility, real possibility of still getting into a relationship and, and settling down and still having a family, right? So I have I have a lot of friends that are single moms. And I, in fact, matter of fact, I have a very, very close friend who just gave birth literally two weeks ago. And um, she she found herself in a situation where she was with somebody who secretly was getting married to somebody else. And then she she found out she was pregnant. And then he dropped the bombshell that, oh, I'm getting married and all of that. And that was a very traumatic thing for somebody to go through. But fortunately enough, the, the young man was responsible enough to show up when she was giving birth, I was there. But obviously, he's, he's already married. And she's she's such a wonderful person not to want to be dramatic and even let the, the wife of this guy know that he has a baby somewhere. Because the guy has unfortunately failed to open up to his spouse that he has a baby. You know, so, so I mean, she made the conscious decision to say, I'm going to keep this child. I am extremely proud of her. And she's absolutely beautiful. I mean, anybody would love to be with this person. I don't think having a child is going to change or, or stop or deter her from living the best life. And kudos to all strong women out there who made the decision not to abort, to have their babies, to take care of those children. Kudos to women out there who were abandoned by irresponsible men who, for some reason or the other, had to leave their marriages despite knowing how difficult it would be moving forward with a child, and they still went ahead and did. I have a lot of respect for, for single mothers. Absolutely. No matter how it came about. Well, you haven't had cause to be romantically entangled with anyone. Well, not romantically entangled in the sense of um, having a relationship with a single mom because the opportunity, honestly, has not arisen. But I, I am attracted to, you know, one single one. <laughs> Ooh, confessions. <laughs> and so basically what you're saying is that there's a part that a woman has to play, if I get you correctly, in taking care of herself and, you know, just getting herself right. You know, recovering from the trauma, no matter how it came, she has to work on herself. And one of the ways I think we can do that is by leveraging on, on female friendship. All right, then. So let's look a little closer at external factors, um, aka what I like to call the jury and the judges, and how they come to influence one's ability to get back out there. Um, because no matter how highly one values himself or herself, um, there are things like this that will definitely um, come into play, and you have runnings with people who just don't get it and probably are not even interested in getting it. So, um, for instance, I give you, you know, a single mom who meets a guy, and um, 
they're taking it easy and things are progressing nicely. And then you have probably the family members who don't even want to use their ears. They hear that, oh, my son is getting involved with a single mom. And this is irrespective of how she came to be a single mom. You know, so you have those scenarios. How do you deal with that? You also have, you know, workplace issues, you know, where people are looking at you funny and there are just so many other scenarios, you know, that are external factors. What do we do in this situation? To be honest with you, Cheryl, this one is a very tough one because you're dealing with um, what I would like to refer as smaller mind. So you've got to you've got to keep your head up and you've got to um, not allow anybody to put you down, regardless of whatever environment. Now, like I said, it takes a very strong woman. Are you there? Yes. Yes. So, like I said, it takes a very strong woman to be able to make that conscious decision to stay with her child, not to abandon the child, you know, to raise her child, to provide for that child. She's more or less playing the role of father and mother because we're still talking about the lady. Now, the truth is, there will always be who are small minded, who will always, you know, want to judge you. This differs, I mean, from society to society. Um, here in the U.S., having a, having a, I mean, talking about single parents is is the norm rather than the exception. <laughs> I mean, on the average, almost every every young lady you come across, of course, depending on on where, are single mothers already, and guys are equally single fathers as the case may be. So it's not really a big deal here. Nobody looks at it and says, "Oh, she has a baby." It's, it's, it's normal. It's what happens. But of course, looking at it you know, from our local environment, uh, people are still a little bit skeptical. Truth is, I still just choose to be single parent. That's completely different. That's her choice. So for her, there's not going to be any shame involved. Right? And then of course, there are people who lose their loved ones. Are you going to stigmatize somebody because they lost, they lost their husband? husband? But then again, if you're looking at it from a young lady who is either divorced or has been abandoned. I still don't think there's any shame in it. I think you should carry yourself with every sense of pride in your ability to make that decision to look after your child, be responsible for a life, to provide for that child. I don't think, I honestly don't think there's anything to be ashamed of. And um, we're going to deal with this kind of people. There's, there's no way around it. We're going to deal with them. You just have to be firm in your conviction and live your life. I mean, you don't have to live your life to please anybody. In the workplace, people are going to talk. It's, it's, the worst they can do is to talk. And like they say, it's things and stones. You know, don't let it get to you. Don't let it put you down. Just protect your mind and just live your best life. All right. So we're going to be um, exploring all of these options. Again, like I said, this is a series. So we're going to be looking a lot deeper uh, into getting back out there because Getting back out there is not just about getting into relationships, it's about getting into a whole bunch of other things. And then we're also going to hear from the dads, right? From the single dads. Because I said earlier on in the interview that it's easier for guys, well, you never know. It may be a struggle, you know, especially as we have already established that the different circumstances under which people come into being single parents, you know, in the first place. So, um, you may have lost his spouse, he has to raise his child all by himself. You know, he might need help with that. What if he doesn't have a mom and all of that? Okay, so 
So all these dynamics that we're going to be exploring, but let's do a quick recap because it's spoken extensively today, especially as regards getting back into relationships, getting back out there by relationships. There's so much about single parents being in the right mind. Exactly. You have to be fine within yourself. You have to, you have to be whole <laughs> within yourself before you can get involved with anything external. I agree with you so much, Patrick, and that's valid because you don't want to be going into anything new with emotional baggage of any kind, you know, because you don't want it rubbing off on that beautiful new thing that you have. Right, so on our next episode, we're going to be talking about, you know, this whole mindset thing that you've been stressing about on and on. We're going to be talking about practical steps to having that mindset and just making sure that you're healthy up there in your mind because... um, for those of us who were sort of thrown into it, like all of a sudden, those of us who thought, okay, we're going to we're gonna have a partner all through helping us raise the children, you know, there's something about just being thrown into it that does something to your self-esteem when you get into it unexpectedly. You know, so um, we, we, we're going to be talking about practical steps, right, in, in, in our next episode. But until then, I would say thank you so much, Patrick. It's been... It's been amazing having you on the show. And we hope to hear more about your personal runnings with single parents, especially the females. Yes. I, <laughs> I know you're speaking as a life coach, but we want to hear it real and raw and just exactly how it is. Because we don't want to be just putting out motivational speeches without actually showing people how to get there. So we would very, very much to hear that from you for the next episode. Thank you. You're amazing, Patrick. Thank you so much. All right, so Patrick is going to be here with us next week while we continue the series on getting back out there. And we're going to be talking about all the other levels there are to it. In the meantime, I just want to say a quick thank you. And I apologize for missing out on last week's um, episode. We were caught up on some technical difficulties. But irrespective of that, you can still join us. Um, Send us messages, send us your stories. If you probably don't want to come on and have people see and be like, oh, I know her, I know him, or you don't want your voice to be heard, you can send your story to sharecast at gmail.com. So that's T-H-E-R-C-A-S-T-S at gmail.com. Or just on the platforms at the couple with Carol. At the end of the day, I leave you with this. Crooked Sticks Girl Street Line. We're all here trying to get better. I'll see you guys next week. Bye.